Chandler. Today we are here, gathered here today, because we need to discuss not the dissolution, but the entire journey and relationship of Giselle Boonchin and Tom Brady. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. I think, you know, in order to understand, you know, what broke down, we, you mm-hmm. know, we need to understand what came together first. You what know? was built. Before it was. Exactly. Yeah, what was built. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a James Galvin poem. A quote from it is, um, we burnt the house down to get the nails back. And I think that that mm-hmm. actually could be quite apropos as we move yeah. into this episode. I love that. Wow. Stirring. Sometimes you need to burn the house down in order to get the nails back. And that might be exactly what Giselle Bündchen has done. I was recently listening to another podcast about uh, her memoir. All right. Mm -hmm. Which I think sounded like, you know, she gave a lot of uh, life lessons in it. And so I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, less tea and more like life according to Giselle. So I'm very curious to to see what uh what conclusions you came to. Well, here's the thing. So I have always thought Giselle was absolutely stunning. And I don't know if it's some sort of internalized oh, really? you misogyny. Do? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think that I've been like, I'm good there. I know she's literally perfect looking. I don't know that I need to listen to her like lessons on life. I don't need to know that I yeah. need to. I Maybe I just didn't have a ton of interest beyond knowing that she was literally perfect looking. So doing this deep dive and really, I think, um, had a huge reckoning with how wrong I was to overlook what's going on inside Giselle Bündchen, which could be actually more interesting and much more exquisite than the external. Wow. I'm, I'm dying. I'm so excited to hear all about it. I think when it comes to celebrity memoirs, like I really have to care about the celebrity to want to read their book right. because most of the time they're like ghost written and mm-hmm. there's just like a lot of mumbo jumbo that frankly I don't believe in or care about. So yeah, like for I recently went to the library and saw Sheena's or no, sorry, Stassi's memoir. And I was like, I think mm-hmm. I'm good. I really like Stassi, but I just don't think I need to read her memoir. I think I'm okay. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it takes truly being compelled by someone to be interested in their autobiography. And I will tell you though, that after doing this deep dive, I fully want to read. I want to know everything she has to tell us. Wow. Well, let's get started. Okay. Let's get started. Chandler, Tom, do you know where he grew up? Do you know he grew up in San Mateo, California? Wow. Sunny San Mateo. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I would have never guessed. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I took him for a San Fernando type of guy, but no, totally, San Mateo. Totally. San Bernardino. <laughs> San Mateo it is. Yeah. So anyway, so that's one of the one of many surprises that we're gonna be delighted with wow. this episode. <laughs> Starting us off with a real bang. Everyone taking no- <laughs> notes? Everyone got that? San Mateo. <laughs> He was born in 1977. So he is a full like 45 years old. Which I yeah, will say did come as a shock to me because I just look so young. So maybe that yeah. maybe that flies in the face of all my carnivore delight or my all of my preference for meat eating. But maybe his plant based lifestyle really has done well for him. Yeah, um, I think also he's been playing a sport that's typically you know a young man's game. It's true, absolutely. But no, he is 45 today um in 2022 so he's the youngest of three sisters which actually does track because if anyone knows tom brady which neither of us do you know i think anyone can intuit that this guy is a strong ego um and i think Mm -hmm. maybe being Mm -hmm. the baby of the family the only boy and you know the picture of perfection and talent super hot yeah i mean the other thing that really kind of came to the fore for me in a big way chandler was the stature okay. this man possesses yeah so tom brady some height numbers right now well actually i don't know i'm just going to describe to everyone how okay. he's truly a large person so well, i did some numbers okay well i don't have weight or measurements but why I don't get you look up his you. height okay thank you um i just was l- like if you look at pictures of him and Giselle, Giselle obviously is Amazonian of great stature, great height. Um, 
he even compared to her just towers over her. Right. He's got to be six five, six seven. He's okay. He's not. So he's six four, and she's okay, five eleven. Well, okay. He's also so built, like he's such a mm-hmm. big man. He's not right. skinny in any way. He's very, very muscular. Yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, Lauren. He's a professional athlete. He's literally like one of the most elite athletes to ever walk this <laughs> earth. Yes, very it's stunning conclusions from you today. <laughs> wow, we're so deep in this deep dive. I know. Oh my god, goodness, we're getting these hot takes. <laughs> yes he's a great body now that that everyone knows that tom brady is very tall and very built (laughs) let's move forward um he also this is a fun fact can we spend a little bit more about his looks can we are we gonna stay on his looks (sighs) okay let's just talk yeah i mean he has he has a movie star face yeah he's absolutely gorgeous which just can be a little unfair for someone who's also like a godly athlete it just right, seems like right. God, like God gives, does he really give with both hands to some people? Well, maybe. Yes. No, he I does. know. I know. I know. The little cleft chin. Like, are you joking me? The perfectly symmetrical face. Those just gorgeous Dashing features. smile. Yeah. It's arresting. It is yeah, it something is. that stirs the heterosexual woman's nether regions. Loins. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm Googling absolutely. young Tom Brady and he has had a little bit of a glow up. I mean, he's still really cute, though. I mean, I mean, there's this one where he looks like a Kennedy. Like, he's just, wow. He's a 10 out of 10 body and face. And honestly, yeah. I just think that there's a reason why red-blooded American women, they rejoiced when this divorce was announced. It's true. Because guess what? Someone that's not Giselle is going to get to bang Tom Brady. And that's really <laughs> exciting for her. So it is, as it women, is. let's rejoice for our sister. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate together. <laughs> Wherever you are, let's be celebrating right now. Yeah. Ch- Stand woo-hoo, up. Clap your hands. Right. Woohoo. <laughs> okay. But anyway, now that we have um, gone full horn dog, let's take it back, Chandler, to the history. Okay? Okay. Are you settled? Are you cooled down? Cold shower I'm over? I, I've stopped. I've stopped looking at young Tom Brady photos on Google Images. Okay, great. Perfect. Save that for later tonight. So apparently, Tom, he did not play football in the beginning. He played baseball and planned to be an MLB player, okay, a major league baseball player. And in 1995, he was actually drafted, Chandler, to be part of the Montreal Expos baseball team. Okay. Baseball. Wow. Yeah. So apparently he was also good at another great American sport, Um, Mm -hmm. but he made the choice to leave that sport behind and focus on football. But Chandler, he was not always a hugely successful football player. So in high school, he was the backup quarterback for the junior varsity team. Okay. He eventually attends University of Michigan where he plays football and he is considered by the NFL to be the cheapest basically steal because he was the yeah. 199th draft pick and his first NFL contract was only for a mere pittance yeah. of $864,000. Like literally nothing. Wow. That's shocking. I don't really know numbers in sports, but that's I know that's not a lot. I mean, it's not, I'm just making a joke. It was making a tone deaf joke. Like obviously $864,000 is a lot, but I'm sure in the world of sports, that is basically a kick in the face. So, but Tom Brady, he took it in stride. He took his, his meager wages and he, he signed with the NFL and he began playing for the new England, England Patriots from 2000 to 2020 until at that point he moved to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Chandler, to date, he has made approximately $330 million in NFL contracts and endorsements. Wow. It's a lot of cash. Where's Giselle? So thank you. So, so he was born in 1977. Again, everyone in San Mateo. Well, guess what? (laughs) A mere three years later, in gorgeous, warm southern Brazil, another wow. child was born. This child was named Giselle. Age appropriate. Yeah, Can age I just appro- say? this is an age appropriate union, which we love on this podcast. We love. Um, Giselle is one of six girls. So she has yeah, five yeah. sisters, including a twin sister. 
I do not envy being Giselle Bündchen's twin sister. That's all I'll say about that. Um, it would take a, a lot of uh, that would take Honestly, a lot of humility. She's, she's probably the strongest person you could ever meet. Like, I just can't even imagine that. Um, yeah. So she was originally, apparently Giselle was originally interested in volleyball, but her mother pulled a little bit of a Yolanda Hadid and signed Giselle and her twin sister up for a, a modeling course to improve mm-hmm. their confidence and posture. Okay. This is one thing that I think is funny. So I was a random aside. I was watching a YouTube video of Yolanda Hadid and there, yeah. <laughs> there's a scene of her in Realizes Beverly Hills where she's talking about Gigi playing volleyball and she's like, these girls, they play for four hours a day and they develop these large upper bodies. I looked at my daughter and I said, is yes. my daughter a lesbian? Like, oh my gosh. Wow. Like, this really is 2005 television. L- truly, truly. It's like Yolanda <laughs> telling Gigi she needs to like eat less and stuff. I like remember that from Real Housewives. Insane. Anyway. So apparently Giselle's mom took a leaf out of Yolanda's book and thought, I don't want my daughter. I need to stop referring to all women as this bitch. I don't want my daughter in volleyball. I want her in modeling courses. So then Giselle was discovered at a mall two years later by a modeling agent Mm in 1995 when she was 15 years old. She debuted at New York Fashion Week in 1996. She was rejected 42 times in London before being cast by Alexander McQueen in 1998. She's credited with pioneering and popularizing the horse walk, a stomping movement created by a model lifting her knees high and kicking her feet to step. So Chandler, Giselle also ushered in a new body type for supermodels. Heroin chic was out. And very slender with boobs and a butt was in. I oh, mean, great. Wow, Perfect. thank God. <laughs> what an evolution she gave us. Thank you, Giselle. I mean, I almost feel like it's that's more unattain- unattainable. It's like, actually, it absolutely we is. just need you to be naturally perfect. <laughs> we need you to like be, be fat in all the right places. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Chandler, not only is she literally perfect, perfect looking, but she's also an author. So in 2018, Giselle released her memoir, Lessons, My Path to a Meaningful Life. Yeah. The proceeds from her book went to support social and environmental causes. So she's also a good person. So infinitely hateable, but you know what, you guys are going to have to suspend that part of our personality, suspend those demons, because this woman is also infinitely lovable. She's very involved in charity work and philanthropy. And my favorite fact, so let's just all remember that mere minutes ago, I disclosed that Tom Brady has made $330 million from his NFL contracts and endorsements. Well, yeah. Giselle has raked in a cool $400 million from modeling, mm-hmm. endorsements, and other business ventures. So this bee is actually significantly richer than her husband. Wow. It's shocking because I would not have thought that. Right? Especially because yeah. I feel like she's been so out of the spotlight and she mm-hmm. seems to just be like focused on her family and cheering them on from the sidelines. Yeah. I mean, very much like in a, living a lifestyle Serena Joy would really condone. So it's surprising that she's also such a such a tycoon low-key yeah absolutely okay good for her go Giselle we love that okay so Giselle let's though bring it back um to her early dating history so I don't know if you okay. remember this Chandler but Giselle dated Leonardo DiCaprio from 1995 to 2005 I do maybe remember them early days So she dated Leo when he was peak Leo, um, which I just think is very fitting. And the problem with dating Leonardo DiCaprio was that apparently she went on a journey of self-exploration, soul-searching, and healing herself that he wasn't ready to get on. Um, No. And this is what caused them to grow apart. So she said that she, when she decided to begin her health and wellness journey, she was no longer numbing herself with smoking, drinking, and too much work. And she said, I was becoming more and more aware of things that I'd chosen not to look at. Was I alone and wanting to do some serious soul searching while he stayed the same? In mm. the end, unfortunately, the answer was yes. Scathing, but also so true. Like this tracks completely. Has Leonardo DiCaprio done any kind of evolving? exactly besides now he's dating a 27 year old supermodel right i don't think so so giselle also dated pro surfer kelly slater and the actor josh hartnett both for a short time i think kelly slater's pretty hot personally i think oh yeah absolutely tom meanwhile dated bridget monahan from 
2004 to 2006. He also dated Tara Reid and the Playboy playmate Layla Roberts. So Mm. anyway, a little dating history for both of them. But let's get to how these two came together, shall we? Yeah. Okay. So Giselle met Tom, and this will be a little bit of a shock, on a blind date. Really? Yes. Is there such thing as blind dates with like celebrities? Like for the world's best quarterback and the world's biggest <laughs> like supermodel? Like not exactly sure about that. I have this guy I want to set you up with. Um, it's because you're gonna have no um, idea who he is. <laughs> right, right. So I'm just gonna pull some audio of Giselle describing this encounter. When where did you and Tom meet? Uh, we actually had a blind date because it was a funny story because for some reason everybody thought they needed to like find me a boyfriend so it was actually was my third blind date and uh, the other two were dinners which i was stuck there for an hour and a half like thinking when can i get out where's my food the third blind date was actually tom and i was like this is that's it i'm not going any more blind dates and i figured let's meet for a drink because you know a drink can take three minutes or two hours i mean you know you can go drink or you can go (laughs) sipping (laughs) but you know when i saw those kind eyes i was I literally fall in love, like, right away. I was like, what? I mean, he was just so, you know, how sweet he is. Oh, I'm in love with him, too. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Hmm. the kind eyes. Excuse me, Giselle, while my credulity is strained. I know. I don't think kind eyes is what really caught her attention. Right. I'm like, yeah. I mean, maybe there's a... No, he is just literally sculpted by God. Like, there's no boy next door... Like, he's boyish. But I don't know why we give kind eyes. Wow. He was literally created for, like, people to test their sexuality against. Like, yes, oh, are you attracted yes. to men? Oh, yeah. You'll find that out when you cast your eyes upon Tom Brady. Literally. Um, but thank you, Giselle. So in December of 2006, they began dating, and things became serious quite quickly, Chandler. So... Unfortunately, though, while things became serious quickly, things also got serious on another front because two months into the relationship, Tom broke Uh the news to Giselle that his ex, Bridget Monaghan, was pregnant with his child. Oh, that's right. (sighs) Yes. So cue the usher because apparently Tom had one on the way with with Bridget. Um, The next day, the pregnancy news was made public and Giselle said she felt her world had been turned upside down. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to play a clip for you of Tom discussing this moment with Howard Stern. Okay, Howard Stern is a radio host, Chandler. I don't know if you remember this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much OG pop apologist listeners will get that uh, little inside joke. Okay, so let me pull this up. You know, it was an interesting time because we found out after that that my ex-girlfriend was pregnant with my oldest son. Right. And I think that was a very, um, you know, that was a very, we were forced into this very important thing that was happening in our life at a new part of our relationship. So in a lot of ways, I found out a lot about yeah, I found out a lot about Giselle through this experience. She found out a lot about me dealing with, you know, a situation that was, I would say, a very, um, you know, not, a, not I would say, a very easy one in the sense that we, it was, you know, not. Oh, man. Yeah. Not ideal. Not, not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not exactly ideal. Um, however, they they forge ahead, Bridget with a pregnancy and Tom and Giselle with a relationship. And Bridget gives birth to John, whom they call Jack Cute. for undisclosed purposes. Um, his full name is John Thomas Edward Monahan. No Brady in his name, which is a little interesting. Wow. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I've always found it to be interesting, like why we still only go with the man's name. I don't know. Just as interesting. But you're taking Kagan's last name, aren't you? Yes, I am. I am. Here's the thing. People should just go with the last name that sounds the best. Let's just do that. Like, let's just go for all aesthetics, you know, and let's just go with the best sounding name. Or the family with the most money, power, and connections. Totally. That's the family whose clan should, you know, overtake the family brand. Yeah. Just, if anything, to help with getting restaurant reservations. So Let the numbers do the talking. Exactly. But- we digress. 
So we in do. January of 2009, Tom and Giselle get engaged and they plan their wedding trailer in just a month. So, but before wow. we get to the wedding, the wedding itself, do you want to hear Giselle discuss the proposal? I would love to hear Giselle discuss the proposal. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, what's the most romantic thing that Tom's ever done for you? When he proposed to me, he made up this whole story how my apartment was flooding. And I ran over there to try to fix the situation oh. when I got there. The whole apartment had candles and rose petals everywhere. Oh. And then he went oh. down on his knees to, to propose. And I'm like, get up! Because he just had surgery and had three <laughs> staff infections. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, I got to go on my knees. I'm like, no, 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 get up, please. <laughs> so, um, and here we are. Oh, that's amazing. Here we are. And it's been oh nine gosh. years we've been married. Yes. Um, I know. Okay, she's about to give some actual uh, marriage advice. Do you want to hear that too, or should we proceed? Yeah, I do. I okay. know. Uh, let's hear it. Any marriage advice that you can offer? Uh, keep it open and loving communication. Um, open and loving communication. Apparently, that wow. actually doesn't work, everyone. I guess we're gonna have to all use closed and hostile communications because clearly, open and loving didn't work. Didn't work for these people. Oh my gosh. Also, like, it's a pretty like vanilla piece of marriage advice. I'll be honest. That's what yeah, I absolutely. feel like her book is basically full of. No offense. Oh, really? Have you read the book? No, but I listened to the podcast that reviewed it. Oh, really? See, I think there's more going on under the surface with Giselle, but we're going to get to that at the okay. end of this episode. Okay. Okay. So the ring, Chandler, as a jewelry lover, let's discuss the ring. Um, Tom proposed Please. with a cushion cut center stone estimated to be four carats. Set in platinum flanked by tapered baguettes. The estimated value mm. is 145000 That seems a little wow. much for four carats to me. I thought four carat rings. I didn't think they were that much. Yeah, interesting. So the couple got married in February 2009 at the Santa Monica Catholic Church before heading home with Giselle's parents who flew in from Brazil, Tom's parents, and his son John, who was two at the time. It was a very small, casual celebration. They got married, went back home, and Tom barbecued steak. They had champagne, cake, wow. and ice cream. Wow. I know. Tom barbecued steak? Yeah, kind of shocking. So this is what Tom wow, says. Wow, that's says, lovely. I know. He said, I think you always have this idea that weddings need to be 200 people and you invite everybody. And I'm all for it if people want to do that. But I think there was something really special about just having our parents there. Wow. No friends. So that was their first wedding. They had a second it, okay. wedding. So I don't know why they rushed down the aisle. But a mere two months later, they had a second wedding in Costa Rica with uh, only close family invited, though. Giselle gave all the guests at her wedding a copy of the book, The Mastery of Love, since apparently it's one of her favorites. Can I just say, though, that book, giving everyone a book about love is kind of annoying. It's like you're just getting started. Why don't you give everyone a book about love at like your 60th anniversary, anniversary. party? Yeah, yeah, so true. Um, I, I feel like it would just be hilarious if she gave them a book about like the secret to love and you open it and you start reading it. And it's like the secret to love is being genetically, literally perfect and having tons literally. of money and infinite resources, the world at your feet. This will land you a happy and successful literally. relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a book for top supermodels and top athletes and how they can relish in their good fortune. Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So this is what Tom told GQ in November 2009 about their decision to only invite family to their weddings. He said, the thing about it is the day is for you. It's nothing personal against anybody, but it's not about them. It's about what you and your wife need for that day. Um, Chandler? Yeah. How do you feel about that quote? Oof. I love it. It's everything to me. <laughs> um no i think it is sweet and i think that like as a very high maintenance breadzilla it definitely vindicated me because i was like yeah this is just like sometimes you just need certain things for your day um mm -hmm. and that's why i'm uninviting 80 percent of our guests actually and only inviting family Starting we're reducing the count this week to 12 people you're, yeah i've got to send out a lot of sorry off emails wedding guests <laughs> laying off your wedding guests no that's just wow. a joke so anyway Good for them. Good for them, honestly. Yeah. I just want to say, I think I didn't really understand like why people like were literally like thought that them getting a divorce was world ending because maybe I didn't follow their love from the beginning. But I do think, you know, from the sounds of it, it does sound like their love was real. 
So, you know, when celebrity have <laughs> celebrities have love that is real, I think it's it's very world ending. And I didn't really catch that vision until just now. I mean, I think I don't know that we've been super invested in them. Um, no, I think we that haven't. they have been together for a very long time. They're also a little before our time, right? Like, yeah, they're not necessarily yeah. celebrities of our age range, like in our age, age range are a little older than us. So mm-hmm. um, we weren't necessarily super that super invested in them. They're also not that public of a couple. Right. right. So like, yeah. so maybe that's what it is like with, with a couple. And I say these, these names come out of my lips with the most sacred of tone and reverence. But when I talk about like a, a Tim and a faith, um, a couple that's very public with their love and right. a couple that we're both deeply invested in. Deeply, um, deeply in love with. If that couple's reft is reft asunder, I can just promise you that, I will also be in the divorce decree line. Like will, literally that I will, will run into the streets. I will yeah. run into yeah. oncoming traffic if Tim and Faith get a divorce. I know. I don't, so I don't anyway, even want to like saying it out loud. I, I'm so sorry to the universe for even sp- speaking those words into existence. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, so we didn't have the same sort of investment because I think they're a lot more private. So they were not necessarily putting on concert tours and putting out a bunch of content about their right, love. Right, yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, yes, Chandler, this love is very real. But it's all becoming so clear because bringing it back to the timeline. So they rushed to get married in February and then had a second wedding in April because guess what Chandler pregnant pregnant so they wow. got married the second month of the year and then they she gives birth the 12th month of the year in December of 2009 wow. so just about that 10 months later with their son Benjamin wow cute and then I know it's very cute and then in December 2012 Tom and Giselle welcomed daughter Vivian so do wow. you want to hear Giselle talk about the experience of being a mother, Chandler. I cannot wait for this. Okay. Also, something that's interesting about Giselle is that she seems so healthy and well-adjusted, but I actually think she had like very angsty young woman years because she apparently hit rock bottom and was actually, yeah. trigger warning, suicidal. Wow. So let's see here. Wow. Yeah. where you do the work that doesn't get seen, but it's so important. I've always wanted to be a mom. I've always wanted to have a family. And that was, you know, when I became a mother, it really became my priority. And I just wanted to be with my kids. When I thought about something, I thought about my kids, I was like, I want to be with them. You know, I, I, I couldn't f- see anything more important than being there for them and to be there for my husband too, you know, because for him to, to have space to live what he loves so much. And I was actually living what I love so much, which is being a mom and a nurturer and taking care of my family. It was just very, it was just very different than what I was used to. So it took some time to adjust. It is so hard to believe where you are now that in your 20s, there was a time that you had panic attacks. That was definitely rock bottom for me. It started all in a little plane. You know, I was in Costa Rica and I was flying a six-seater plane. And the plane starts shaking like a little leaf. I mean, I, I was like completely sense of powerless, you know, and I'm a person who always likes to kind of have things under control. That was definitely out of control moment. And it kind of started this kind of fear of being um, in, in small spaces. So it started with a little plane ride, but then it became like tunnels, subways, elevators. I mean, I lived in the ninth floor in an apartment. I would go up nine floors of stairs because I was scared that I would like suffocate. I mean, it was crazy. Like my world just kept getting smaller and smaller. You know, you said at one point when you were in that apartment Mm -hmm. on the ninth floor that you went out on the balcony and what was going through your mind? Well, because so (laughs) that was, um, sorry. It's different when you write about it than when you talk talk about about it, it, right? Right. Mm. But, okay, forget it. Everyone cries, right? Let me tell you this. Um, When I read it, I cried, too, because to know that you, knowing who I know now, and so thankful that you got through that period. Yes. And you're going to help others. The reason why I wanted to share this story that, to me, are very, you know, very private and very, you know, puts me in a very vulnerable position, in a way, 
It's because I know that a lot of people are, you know, is it with the hopes that people don't feel alone. I was trapped and I, and I couldn't breathe and even outside of my own balcony. From that moment on, I realized that my life needed to change. So yeah, Chandler, it ha- hasn't always just been the sunshine and daisies for Giselle. Um, she's been through some hard times, which I think would come as quite a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to hear her talk about that, but also talk about, you know, the little simmering tension with Tom in regards to Mm. his playing schedule. This is just going to be kind of under the surface in this GMA interview. Years Mm -hmm. You've had said some other things, but in the book, you kind of said what will be will be. Yeah, because, you know, he's happy. Yes, because when you love someone, you want them to be happy. I never seen someone love something as much as he loves football and it makes me happy if i said anything in the past is because as you have a concern i mean if someone you love if my kid falls or if someone says something if they come back home and say someone said something to me at school i mean i turn into a ferocious liar i'm like what (laughs) you know i mean i think it's just the mama mama bear comes out in me i'm like you know no one is gonna hurt someone i love you know you just feel very protective of them so obviously if someone hurts my children my husband anyone i love i get like a lioness you know i want to like I get my rat. <laughs> so, but also, so, uh, I love how you said when Benny asked you about what's a celebrity and how you I, explain I know, You know, actually, Chandler, I think I pulled up the wrong quote, but I think that was great. So we can <laughs> hear that. Okay. Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna continue playing this. It goes for like 30 more seconds. And it's really okay. cute because I think it actually shows a lot of Giselle's character. So her son, apparently, when he was eight years old, was at the kitchen counter and said, what's a celebrity? Asked her that. So we're going to hear wow. how Giselle Boonchin explained what a celebrity is to her son. It was like in the morning. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. I was making breakfast. I was like, I wonder where he learned that. Who told him that? He's eight, you know? So he's like, Mom, what's a celebrity? I said, you know, a celebrity is simply someone that has a job that is more public than other jobs. You know, it's like Daddy, for example, he plays. Everyone likes sports and Daddy is part of the team. And then they go and cheer and then, you know, that's televised. And then more people that don't live in Boston can see it. So that's, it's more visible job, but you know, your teacher, doctors, there's so many inc- scientists, there's so many incredible people that are doing incredible things in the world and their job is simply just not visible. You share. Isn't that cool? Yes. That is like wonderful. She just seems very level-headed. Uh, she doesn't seem like a person who like the fame has like changed her or got to her i don't know yeah i yeah I, I feel like that description is just i don't know it's very measured and i like that it's very no ego tender okay so as a non-celebrity i feel like if my kid asked me what a celebrity is there's a party would be like okay well there are people that are better than other people they're uh, <laughs> they're just like a cut above the rest they literally look better, they're rich they um, yeah they get a lot more perks <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're all fascinated by them. But no, right, I think it's right. just really sweet and tender that she's like, that she just acknowledges, I don't know, there's something grounded and humble about her, which is very yeah. impressive. So Chandler, beyond that though, beyond her groundedness, let's get back to the relationship. So in 2018, there were rumors of trouble in paradise. Apparently okay. things were very tense for them and there was a potential pending divorce. So two years later, Tom does an interview with Howard Stern. I played a clip earlier and he talks about, you know, the tensions in the family home. So let's listen mm-hmm. to that Whoa. clip, if you if you will, okay. if you don't mind. Okay, yeah. It was, you know, a couple of years ago we had, you know, she didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family, you know, and she felt like I would play football all, all season and she would take care of the house. And then all of a sudden, when the season would end, I'd be like, great, let me get into all my other business activities. Let me get into, you know, my football training. And she's sitting there going, well, when are you going to do things for, for, the, for the house? When are you going to take the kids to school and do that? And that was a big part of our marriage that I, I had to, like, check myself. Because she's like, I have goals and dreams, too. It's just not to, you know, do these things either. So you, you better start you know, taking care of things at the house. So two years ago, as it related to even football for me, I had to make a big transition in my life to say, I can't do all the things that I wanted to do for football like I used to. I need, you know, I got to take care of things in my family because my family, the situation wasn't great. So where there was smoke, there's fire, Chandler. Yeah, yeah. Also, I just think like, duh, man. Like, I don't know. It's, 
it sounds a little bit like he was kind of delusional. I'm starting to, you know, lean towards mom's point of view where she's like, good for her. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think that especially when more details come to light as we go further, you're going to really see why Giselle was actually pretty fucking pissed. So, okay, but here is okay. another final clip of the interview with Howard Stern. Yeah, but her point was, well, yeah, of course this works for you. It all works for you. Right. But it doesn't work for me. Because you can get caught up in your life where you think a relationship is great because it only works for you. And the, the, part, the point of a relationship, they have to work for both. But a lot of, you know, you better work on both because if you don't, then ultimately it's not sustainable. Ultimately, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. He doesn't seem like the most emotionally intelligent guy. I'm going to just say that. Go out on a limb here. <laughs> He's not exactly, you know, giving us Brad Falchuk level, like, you no. know, commentary and, and EQ. I just love that he's like, yeah, so I basically was completely self-centered for mm -hmm. like, you know, all of our marriage, like 10 years. And she at some point was like, hey, when are you going to help help me? When are you going to be in on this right, with me? And I right. was like, oh, oh, yeah. What about I guess that? that's what you do, you know, and that's what I learned in marriage is that, you, you know, there's two people in it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. So, um. Well, in spite of the rumors, Chandler, in 2018, between 2018 and 2020, the couple is very fawning over each other on social media. Okay. So for their 10-year anniversary in 2019, Tom posts a wedding photo, and he says, this is his caption, he says, 10 years ago, I didn't realize how much I could love you and the family we created together. My heart is so full, and I'm so blessed. I know our journey has not been easy, but the challenges we've overcome have made our bond stronger and our love grow deeper. Thank you for loving me, for supporting my dreams, and for nurturing our family the way that only you could. You're my rock, my love, and my light. I love you, and I love our family. Um, Giselle wrote a similar tribute. She said, there's nothing that I love more in this world than you and our family. So this is on okay. her Instagram for their anniversary. Thank you for being on this journey with me and for doing the work that it takes to make it so special. May we continue growing together, walking side by side, supporting and loving one another for many years to come. So they're not great writers. That is one no, thing we're learning. No, it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty bland. I it, yeah, it's. It. It's pretty platitude -y. But anyway, they're putting on the social media front. Um, and in 2021, Tom gave tips for a successful marriage. Do you want to hear Tom's Thank tips? Thank God. Chandler? I would love to hear them. Okay, great. So actually, to his credit, he basically, they ask him his tips for a successful marriage, and then he gives all the credit to Giselle. So there is some self-awareness here. Good. Good. At last. Yeah, At long last. We're back to another GMA interview. What are your secrets to a successful marriage? I give her a lot of credit for that. She's the one that, you know, supports the family. At the end of the day, makes a lot of the sacrifice. She brings out the best version of me. His family present for every Super Bowl win. So in February 2022, Tom announces his retirement from football after 22 seasons and seven Super Bowl titles. Well, Merely a month later, Tom announces his own retirement. So this is what he says. These past two months, I've realized my place is still in the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They all make it possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Oh a nice, concise announcement. This is a self-centered man. Yeah. This is a man who can't get enough. Uh, exactly. And apparently these words Chandler spelled the end for Tom and Giselle. Yeah. So Giselle could not in the end carry this family solely on her back forever. And Tom was reportedly willing to go to therapy, marriage counseling, et cetera, to make it work. But he wanted to keep yeah. playing football. And Giselle, you know what? She put on her favorite JoJo album and said, it's a little too little mm -hmm. too late, baby. Right, a source right. said that she gave him a lot of opportunities to fix things and he just simply didn't. While Tom was busy following his passion, Giselle was left to parent on her own. Let me just illustrate for you what this looks like, what Giselle okay. has been through. So August 11th through the 22nd of 2022, they're still not divorced. Tom missed 11 days of football practice, Chandler. And this was big news. Do you know why? He was in the why? Bahamas with Giselle, making good on a mid-retirement promise that he made to Giselle that he would vacation with them 
for the first time in two decades. What? Apparently, yes. Apparently, their entire lives You're revolved joking. around his football career. And she, whenever they would vacation as a family, it would just be her and the kids. What? Yep. I mean, that is like, yeah. Wow. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't make you seethe in rage as a woman. Oh, I, absolutely. It's just beyond the pale. I mean, it's just, it's actually just not a marriage at all. No, it's it's actually not. You're just a supporting player in this person's main story. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and as this person is the protagonist. So this is what Tom said. He said, everyone has different situations they're dealing with, and we all have unique challenges to our lives. I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on, so you just have to try and figure out life the best you can. Well, I guess he didn't figure it out in time. Mm-mm. So Giselle gave a quote to Elle in September of 2022 about Tom's unretirement. Yeah. This is what she said. She said, obviously I have my concerns. This is a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. I have mm-hmm. definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. Yeah. yeah but ultimately I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy too. I've done my part, which is to be there for him. I moved to Boston. I focused on creating a cocoon and loving environment for my children to grow up in and to be there supporting him and his dreams. I feel very fulfilled in that way as a mother and as a wife. And now it's going to be my turn. Right. Right. So in October, A month later, after giving that quote, Giselle is seen burning a sage stick around her SUV with the assistance of a holistic healer. (laughs) (laughs) This is when Hollywood really, this is when she loses me as like some down to earth celebrity. (laughs) You know what? Saging your luxury SUV, you know. Denali. You got to sage the Denali. If the Escalade has burned herbs inside of it, shit is hitting the fan in your personal life. Yeah, okay, literally. that's all I have to say. Um, a mere three weeks after this sighting, Giselle files for divorce. So yeah. after months of living apart, Giselle filed for a divorce in Glades County, Florida, and it was immediately finalized, Tom not contesting the filing. Wow. So. There were a lot of um, rumors coming out leading up to this divorce as we all kind of, you know, we're all there for that. Um, Yeah. This was very recently. And apparently, given that this couple is so private, what the speculation is, is that Giselle basically had her team leak that she was meeting with attorneys to show Mm -hmm. Tom that she was very serious about this divorce. That it was happening. Yeah. That it was happening. Um, and this was a way for her to get it cleanly done very quickly um, and to not have him drag it out. So they had an ironclad prenup that was set down before they married in 2009. They both have their own separate business entities and the separation of their wealth was completely uncomplicated. The only other major factor was dividing up their massive property portfolio. Um, mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. will retain the $17 million mansion currently under construction on Billionaire's Bunker, Indian Creek Island in Miami. They bought the property in 2020 and demolished it. Giselle purchased her own home in Miami Beach, a modest three-bedroom, three-bathroom home for $1.25 million that she's most likely going to use as an office. She's also purchased another much larger home in Miami Beach. She gets to keep their Nicoya peninsula home in costa rica where she regularly vacations with the kids their other properties include a home in the bahamas an exclusive yellowstone club home in montana and a new york city apartment where giselle stayed during the news of their split they will retain joint custody of their children so tom's pr machine the gears are grinding okay it is at work yeah during this time and they're trying to paint him as a good and engaged father since the public perception of the divorce is due to his refusal to retire and be more present for their family last week apparently on his podcast i didn't know tom brady had a podcast did you this is like this man this man needed to save his marriage he didn't need to start a podcast (laughs) well apparently he said that on his podcast he says that he hopes to be like his own parents and teach his children how to keep their heads held high in the face of adversity He was also photographed hanging out with his kids at the movies and volunteering at a food bank recently. A source says he wants to teach his children about the importance of community service. I mean, it's all pretty, that's pretty convenient timing. Yeah. 
<sighs> I mean, he, you know, he's no bad. I'm not going to say he's like Brad Pitt. You know, there are, there are worse. But it's just a bummer that, you know, he honestly kind of threw away a beautiful life because he loves football so much. And I, I don't know. I'm not a sports person, so maybe I just will never understand it. But yeah. Well, it's not just a beautiful life he threw away. It's also a wife and witch, Chandler, because it's not just Giselle that he's losing, but it's also her powers. So Chandler, did you know that Giselle Bunchen is a very is very publicly an actual witch? What? This is this is more than just saging the Denali. No, so Janelle is very much a member of the occult and practices witchcraft. And this is something that Tom has actually talked about. So do you want to hear some of this? I would love to hear it. (laughs) I did not know this. Yeah. So this is um this is something Tom basically let slip during an interview. Um, so I'm gonna play this for you. Tom Brady's soon-to-be ex-wife, Giselle Bunchen, is a witch. And I'm not saying that due to her reasons for wanting a divorce from Tom Brady. I'm saying it because she's an actual witch. And Tom Brady confirms this. Watch this. Any superstitions going into the game? You know, I've learned a lot from my wife over the years. So she put together a little altar for me that I could bring with pictures of my kids. And I have these little special stones and healing stones and protection stones that she has me wear a necklace and take these drops she makes. I say all these mantras. And right after the game, she said, see, I did a lot of work. You do your work, I do mine. Oh she my said, gosh. you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. Yeah, so, like, she actually is a witch. So I want to, there's an article um, on a site called Remezcla that's, a, that's titled, right. The Internet Thinks... Giselle Bunchen is a witch and responsible for Tom Brady's wins. So this is actually where it gets even more interesting. So apparently, it's also rumored that Giselle is literally responsible for his NFL wins. And that's a little chilling when you consider the season he's currently having, where he's like, it's the worst season for the Tampa. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the theory is that Giselle is solely responsible for Tom Brady's late career success because she is a witch in her witchcraft. And so this is what, so one person tweeted, someone named Kara Elaine, and she said, no, I don't care about football, but I'm absolutely obsessed with the conspiracy theory that Giselle Bunchen is a witch and has been responsible for all of Tom Brady's success and is now ruining his career with her witch powers. This is a huge moment for women. (laughs) This is absolutely true. Okay, so and then this is an article in 2019 where Tom describes how her witchcraft helps him win games. Okay, so this is what he says. So it was early January this year and I said, babe, I'm asking, do we have a chance to win at all? And she said, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work and you're going to have to listen to me. And he said, man, I listened to her. And thanks to that, the Seahawks won 28 to 24. Um, and Brady is now completely on board and Tom is now completely on board with all of Giselle's pregame rituals, even if they are a little bizarre. He says, I stopped questioning her a long time ago. I just shut up and listen. Apparently, she also has an uncanny ability to see the future. And she told Tom oh. that 2014 would be his year. And she also predicted that in 2015 that the Patriots would not win. Both predictions were correct. I mean, ugh, who am I to say she's wrong? Well, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think that, uh, listen, you're, you're fumbling around like you maybe, you maybe are buying it too. Are you denying it? I just think there's more going on in this world than maybe meets the eye. Okay. Yeah. Um, there, there are realms beyond our everyday perceptions, perhaps. I'm just going to throw that out there. And I think Giselle Bunchen is very much tapped into those realms. And the, you know, in the occult internet scene right now, the conversation is really that she would never go after, you know, him as a person necessarily, like giving him ill fortune, because this is the father of her children. Yeah, father of her children, of course. But when it comes to his football career, which really... That is probably the thing that she resents the most. I mean, yeah, that has been on a complete nosedive. Also, like, hasn't he had enough? I mean, yeah, that's what you'd think, right? But apparently, no. He wants to die on the field. Um, Wowza. So now that we've, Chandler, gone through this whole deep dive, I think it's important to bring us back to the words of Deb. Okay. Ground us in it, please. Let's ground ourselves in mom's predictions if they came out to be true. 
So this is what mom texted me on October 10th. I actually haven't read this and since I posted it. So I'm reading it for the first time with you all again. So this is what she says. She says, he cannot walk away from the pure high and thrill that his football career gives him. Every day life would be so boring for him. He tried. He just can't take it. She doesn't need a damn dime of his money, but she needs to feel important, more important than football. He runs the risk of a huge debilitating injury at this point. He's just been lucky. She doesn't want to have that ruin the rest of their lives Yep, because it is such a dangerous sport. She has allowed his career to take first place for many, many years. And frankly, I'm sure she's sick of it. I'm sure that she feels he needs to be more present for their kids. Yes. And then finally, I'm sure that she drew her line in the sand. And at first he thought he could do it. But in all honesty, he just simply can't. He just can't. He just can't. He just can't. So I really want to have our older sister Ash on the Patreon to discuss witchcraft and the occult because Ashley knows a lot about this stuff. Um, And there's a lot of celebrity witches apparently. What? Yeah, that could be a good deep dive. Um, Apparently Angelina Jolie is a witch. Um, And also she actually hired, tried to hire a voodoo artist or voodoo witch witchcraft person to live with her full time for a little while. Rich people are too rich. They're too (laughs) fucking rich. I'm serious. Like tax them. I, I like. It's just. It's insane at this point. Tax them more. Like, if you're at a stage in life where you think you could afford to have a live-in witch, like, you deserve to have your money taken from you. <laughs> oh, Chandler, that cannot be more accurate. Honestly, it's like you literally have all the staff you could possibly ever want live-in, and so it's like, why don't we get a live-in witch? No, it's like we got to tap into the underworld. Because, like, we've, we've got everything we need from this mortal world. <laughs> we've conquered this world. Exactly. All right. Well, Chandler, thank you so much for being here today as we discussed. Thank you for having Becoming me. together, the rise and fall of Tom and Giselle. Uh, R.I.P. You know, I'm so excited for this next chapter for her. I know. I can't wait to see who she dates. And also, I can't wait to read her book. I just ordered it. Um, okay. Because while you might think that she's full of trite platitudes, I think that there is more brewing under the surface pun intended which is okay all right love you love you bye bye that's all for now folks don't forget give us a five-star review hit us up on instagram at pop apologists and we will see you next week live every wednesday (laughs) 